You are listening to the Special Needs Children podcast with Chitra Iyer. Chitra Iyer is a parent of 25-year-old Shravan Iyer who has epilepsy, cerebral palsy and autism. She is the CEO of MFA and has been helping families with life-centered planning to reach their personal financial goals. She is also a trustee of a parent support group, the Forum for Autism, which was set up almost 2 decades ago. MFA is an 18-year-old organization in the personal finance space. They have set up a dedicated practice to help families with special needs children to plan their financial goals and invest for them. The thoughts shared here are a result of the discussion with parents, caregivers, siblings and professionals regarding the planning of a person with special needs. A big warm welcome to all of you on this expert series of my podcast for special needs children. Thank you so much for agreeing to do this interview with me Kavita. Hi. Hi Chitra. Thank you. Hi for a big big warm welcome and a big huge hi to uh, you know across these internet waves and uh, a huge welcome to you on this expert series of my podcast for special needs children. Thank you for your time and agreeing to do this doing this interview with me. Thanks. So, yeah, in this episode, uh, to formally introduce you, I have the founder and managing trustee of Child Raise Trust. I've known Kavita for years now, for very many years since uh, I got introduced to her uh, because of my son. Uh, Kavita is a psychology graduate from Mumbai University and did a B.A. in special education from SNDT, Women's University in Mumbai, in 1995. an employer of uh, RBI a trained classical singer and accomplished actress kavita was busy donning many many hats uh, earlier on in her life while attaining motherhood she developed seizure uh, disorder commonly known as epilepsy or tendency to have fits uh, which is continued in the later years do very sporadically as the journey began kavita joined sanman epilepsy support group of indian epilepsy association that is the iea mumbai chapter in 1992 to know more about the condition why there is stigma attached to it kavita realized the predicament of parents with children with multiple disabilities and positive of information for them he realized that information is power and it can change lives thus to empower them kavita compiled information on special education facilities rehabilitation services support systems in the form of a website called www.childraise.com which was launched in 2001 childraise intends to provide rehab awareness information and many much much more which we we'll hear from kavita uh, you know today uh, would prefer that she shares all of this with us so kavita first question coming straight to you is can you share with our listeners the inspiration behind founding child raise trust and what led you you know onto this remarkable journey of your life sure chitra i'll share my journey but let me first thank you for inviting me to be a speaker on your special needs children podcast which is a very wonderful initiative and i really applaud you for the same thank you so much kavita Uh, so now i'll start with what was my inspiration behind founding child raise trust it is said that necessity is the mother of invention 
it was the same with me as well i'll have to go back in time chitra uh i had my first seizure that is my first epileptic attack a tonic clonic one on the delivery table when i was delivering my first child my daughter that is called an eclampsia in medical terms but that was brushed aside you know forgotten uh, while looking after my healthy fast growing baby we all forgot about it for the next 4 years as life was pretty busy uh, as i was working in reserve bank of india learning hindustani classical music i was acting in plays in our society cultural events and also representing uh, rbi acting in amateur marathi plays so many things i was doing uh, during that time and during one such drama rehearsal i had another major grand mal seizure and i was unconscious for quite some time as you know uh, how it is with seizure or epilepsy attack a person regains or becomes normal and can resume his regular activities depending on the severity of the seizure same happened with me i resumed my rehearsals later on and the next day after taking some uh, rest of course my co-actors took me to a doctor uh, when i had my uh, attack and during the medical examination i was told that i was pregnant for the second time once again my seizure was connected to pregnancy and i was it was forgotten and my second child my son was born and we were again busy raising two kids and uh, our uh, busy hectic lives doing so many things my uh, husband had side by side uh, working he was also working in a bank and uh, simultaneously uh, had a catering business so so many things were happening at uh, uh, all the time and suddenly out of the blue again after 4 years i had my third attack and it was not related to pregnancy so all the required tests were done and i was told that i have an abnormal eg and i have epilepsy so <laughs> so i never thought that these two letters ab the prefix representing abnormality will change my life so much i can't even imagine really <laughs> yeah even though i had full support from my uh, in laws uh, my husband uh, parents brothers their wives uh, everyone uh, i i was completely like uh, it was a fantastic support uh, i received but i realized that people's attitude and reactions change once i tell them that i have epilepsy um so i had to find more answers and why this happens why is this stigma attached to epilepsy so i joined indian epilepsy association's newly formed support group samman self respect i started going for support group meetings very very regularly like how people go to mandir slowly it became i 
started taking very active interest i became the facilitator for support group meetings office bearer governing council member at central branch so on and so forth i was deeply involved in all the activities yeah. i published few papers on psychosocial issues because as you know epilepsy it it is like a, it's a big spectrum it can happen to people with intellectual disabilities it can happen to a neurotypical uh, like uh, any uh, person with the regular iq so it has many many dimensions to it so i worked a lot on all these issues wrote many epilepsy awareness plays because i was involved in uh, uh, i was earlier involved in uh, drama and uh, singing so i wrote many epilepsy plays songs uh, represented samman abroad of course i'm still very very uh, closely attached to uh, samman but while this was going on i realized that my son was finding it difficult to write in school though he was very bright especially with computing uh, numbers and uh, extremely good at maths uh, memorizing complex things etc so this was very baffling to us and uh, i really didn't know what to do about it uh, because nobody had heard about uh, dyslexia or dysgraphia uh, learning uh, difficulties uh, back then when it was uh, in uh, early 90s so i had to insist on meeting school counselor and seeking solution uh, then we were sent to wadia child guidance uh, center and there my son was uh, assessed and we were told that he has dyslexia so this was way back in 1992 uh, chitra so the epilepsy diagnosis uh, was in 1992 and mm. uh, dyslexia di diagnosis in 1994 mm. both invisible conditions so unless we we declare or disclose that we have these conditions nobody knows so both invisible conditions but require which require support remediation intervention so once again i i joined uh, a parent professional support group which was just forming and uh, during this time uh i was getting in uh, i mean i was meeting lot of parents many many professionals uh, to do how to go uh, what to do next and uh, how to help myself and my son so this time i realized that india lacks disability information infrastructure uh so uh thus uh i started uh, i mean the idea of forming childrays trust or some information uh, uh, helpline or some kind of uh, website the idea started taking shape in my mind because each disability was like an island it uh, like uh, every disability like they were working in isolation nobody was really uh, it uh, nothing was comprehensive or uh, nobody was really interacting with uh, each other much Uh, uh during that time uh, i am saying uh, 
way back in early 90s so i started collecting pan disability uh, uh, pan uh, pan india cross disability database of schools shelter workshops uh, rehabilitation services because even i uh, noticed that uh, even the government websites or any other big major institution websites they lacked the uh, full information means like sometimes they just used to give the postal address but they were not the phone numbers were not uh, mentioned or the emails were not mentioned the wholeness of the information the completeness of the information was not there so i thought i need to do something to change this but how because i was i was still working uh, for reserve bank of india full time but i had made up my mind to train myself and to some uh, and to do much more in this field so i took uh, one years uh, without pay leave and uh, i did my bed in special education from sndt university juho mumbai uh, of course this training helped me a lot to train myself uh, to uh, do the remedial for uh, remedial therapy for others and also to uh, do uh, to train my son of course my son didn't require much intervention after the uh, primary uh, uh, primary standards but uh, 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 but this helped me in training myself to be a good teacher remedial teacher therapist uh, and side by side i started uh, teaching and compiling all the data and finally in after 5 6 years of my graduating uh, and getting the degree in bed i uh, launched my uh, first comprehensive website of uh, uh, rehabilitation services in 2001 www.childraise.com this is a website committed to empowering parents persons with uh, special needs and of course the uh, professionals uh, in uh with all the rehabilitation resources so this is the story chitra behind Tumbly, the thanks for sharing i don't know how tough you know it must have been for you at that point can't even imagine but uh, yeah um you know it's it's great that you decided to want to set up childrace trust so you know could you please elaborate on the core mission of childrace trust in the specific area that it focuses on you know today to make a positive impact on for parents and individuals with epilepsy yes uh, so uh, of course those were the incredible years of tests assessment diagnosis treatment therapy training and of course trials and triumphs uh, but at the same time i i realized that uh, only the website or the internet support will not be uh, sufficient for the parents so uh, then the same information we try to put it up in the uh, resource guide form and in 2004 the resource guide was published journey to empowerment uh, 
for a roadmap for children with the special needs um and we believed because we really believed that uh, information is power and it can change lives and with the click we had seen with the advent of computers and all that with the click how much we can know and uh, uh, how much we can really progress in life so the uh, this was uh, childraise.com uh, was uh, launched in 2001 then the resource guide was published in 2004 but, uh, then my husband my daughter uh, as i said that my entire family was uh, uh, like very much deeply involved in the cause so my uh, niece my bhabhi then we became the trustees and the childrest trust was formed in uh, it was registered in 2006 so from 2001 till now every month the website is updated all the events are compiled main disability days are highlighted why, what is the importance of these days uh, why it is happening or all the important events are covered then all the resource services contact details are updated very regularly new information is added or old irrelevant uh, ones are deleted so we but way back we did not have the uh, so much of uh, computer access or mobile so uh, we uh, uh, we uh, published the resource guide but then we realized that uh, uh, of course i did not have the publisher uh, in vernacular languages otherwise my focus is always on uh, is uh, on uh, vernacular languages uh, because the parents have to have the information in their local language but i didn't have the uh, publisher so we published the guide in english but then the parents uh, used to call me on uh, my mobile and they used to say that uh, 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 uh madam ji aap please uh, uh, aap uh, call karenge kya mere uh, phone mein balance nahi hai so this is a reality in uh, our because we uh, uh, you working in this field you know how much hard press a parent is for uh, uh, for finances because they are running helter skelter for therapies and uh, so much uh, uh, really uh it's an uh, additional burden on them uh, i won't say the burden but it is an additional uh, really the expenses are mounting it's uh, very tough for parents to manage so then we we understood the problem and but how to help because every child's case is unique uh, so we came up with the idea of toll free helpline and in 2000 10 uh, 11 on the international day for people with disabilities uh, it was launched disha disability information helpline and action the toll free helpline we uh, recently discontinued because uh, we uh, uh, now uh, if there is a dedicated uh, mobile uh, number uh, we can receive reports send home based programs and uh, uh, so recently we have discontinued the toll free service and uh, uh, the mobile help uh, mobile number helpline is uh, uh, in operation and fourthly 
I mean, see, uh, uh, Chitra, we try to provide internet support. We try to provide print support. Then we came to uh, telephone uh, support. And uh, side by side, we have a small cozy setup of a walk-in center where uh, we have one-to-one remedial therapy. We have workshops, sensitization uh, workshops, parent training programs, etc. So this is the uh, uh, area, specific areas we try to focus. And uh, uh, basically the mission, our Chinese mission is RAISE. Uh, it is an acronym, whereas R is for rehabilitation, A is for awareness, I is for information, S is for support, and E is for education. So Wonderful. That's lovely. Really, you're doing some real grassroots essential service for so many people. And as you shared, people calling and saying that, you know, they don't have balance on their phone. is really terrible that they want support, but, you know, they don't have the finances perhaps to be able to uh, be able to understand what they need to do also. Yeah. Um, so uh, the other, you know, immediate follow through question is, uh, you know, who has been helping you? Uh, is you know, can you please share about the importance of community involvement, therefore, and awareness? You know, in creating a more inclusive society for all our individuals with disabilities. Uh, what would you say? I would love to hear. Yeah. Um, see, I have uh, uh, already mentioned that I have a fantastic family support, and uh, even uh, I have a great network of uh, people in my uh, society uh, where I uh, reside and uh, I have a really really fantastic uh, colleagues friends uh, whom I have always uh, really had a great help uh, from them always so um, but I thought that uh, it should not be only uh, like limited to my close circle. So I recently I started uh, uh, before COVID, of course, not very recently, that uh, the idea was taking shape in my mind that more and more people should know about uh, these conditions and uh, uh, how different organizations are working and how we can really uh, become more inclusive. So uh, I started with uh, uh, one initiative called uh, D Tour. It's a day tour to uh, know more about uh, un and uh, understand about disabilities, different uh, abilities, diversions, advocacy. How parents have really struggled to uh, and as you know, you are so deeply involved in the uh, Forum for Autism and now with this uh, podcast, you know that, uh, uh, like, I think many uh, leading organizations have been set up by parents and uh, they are doing such wonderful uh, work. So I just wanted to let people know that uh, what kind of work is happening in uh, uh, Mumbai and how they can really uh, uh, like uh, uh, be part of uh, those uh, initiatives. So this tour is about uh, like uh, it is a, a detour. Why I called it detour? Because uh, of course, 
not uh, not every time people will take this kind of uh, uh, like uh, people will not take this kind of a uh, drive or they will not uh, uh, come for this kind of uh, uh, like uh, uh, outings so that is why it is a detour but it Very is also nice. a, yeah <laughs> how often do you do this do you hold uh, it i usually am uh, usually people contact me a small group of uh, like uh, some uh, uh, like uh, ladies group or uh, i have started with my own friends and then some uh, they take uh, means like some uh, uh, people it's not a very big group because uh, the uh, because the organizations we visit they also have to really like uh, accommodate them or uh, uh like cater to them uh, not it. because yeah. uh, uh, we go to uh, a spa where blind therapists are uh, uh, doing the uh, therapy uh, like a massage uh, then we go to cafe like arpan then we go to uh, supported employment shelter workshops where fantastic uh, uh, handcrafted items are being made how they are made then uh, Uh, the group which i take they interact with those people then uh, we teach how to communicate with them uh, because the communication is so very important because so many times we do not know uh, how to talk to them uh, what is really uh, what are the right terminologies to use them how to uh, make them feel good so these are the things uh, really we uh, try to include, uh, include in this tour and very then uh, as i'm uh, in, uh, very much involved in epilepsy uh, i have started uh, celebrating uh, purple day uh, since uh, 2010 uh, this day was started by a small girl called cassidy megan in canada and uh, it is just uh, it's just like uh, uh, you just have to wear purple and show your support to epilepsy so this is uh, uh, this is celebrated uh, uh, on march 26 then recently we had uh, uh, like uh, radio shows uh, talk shows tv shows uh, to celebrate international epilepsy day uh, which was celebrated on uh, this year it was celebrated on february 12 so this kind of community involvement so more and more people know about uh, epilepsy and these invisible uh, conditions and uh, we also have uh, recently started a uh, epilepsy medicine scheme uh, called sanjeevani uh, in memory of my father's uh, sanjeev chandavar uh, so it is uh, those who cannot afford uh, epilepsy medicines uh, uh, because uh, you are aware that uh, epilepsy medicines uh, treatment can go on for very very long sometimes it is lifelong and because there are no funds uh, the parents discontinue the uh, uh, treatment and uh, seizures are not in control the uh, uh, the decline starts and the uh, intellectual disabilities start uh, i mean like uh, their efficiency is lowered so many things they cannot uh, function they cannot uh, study uh, it's kind of a vicious circle so we have started sanjeevani scheme and here we uh, we have started monthly giving uh, absolutely like a, a very very small donation uh, go a long way so this way we are uh, we have uh, started uh, community involvement 
and uh, awareness. Uh, and uh, again, of course, International Day for People with Disabilities celebrated on, uh, uh, on December 3rd. Uh, then, of course, autism uh, in April, autism day. So I try to, uh, every uh, every occasion, I try to bring in uh, and focus on certain uh, kind of disabilities, uh, whichever month they are celebrated. So this way, more and more people know and uh, post it on social media. Uh, nowadays, we have a fantastic, uh, very powerful tool. Uh, so this way, we... Uh, try to get more and more community involvement and uh, creating awareness. Fabulous, yeah. Very nice. So, you know, what keeps you motivated like this, you know, inspired uh, on a personal level in your role? Um, in so many, I mean, you're helping so many families, you have to keep talking to them, you have to keep guiding them. I'm sure that you're interacting with a lot of doctors also, you're guiding them to who to go meet and Yes. So many things. Yeah. Yes. Uh, see, Chitra, uh, to tell you very honestly, I have been very fortunate that both my epilepsy condition and my son's dyslexia were not so severe. Means uh, I also had very few attacks, though they were very uh, pretty much major and it did change my life course. But uh, it was uh, like, uh, even though I, uh, as in epilepsy, we say it cannot be cured, but it can be controlled. They have always been in my, uh, uh, with medication, my epilepsy is controlled. So I have been fortunate in that uh, respect. So with early intervention, constant uh, efforts from both our sides, we could overcome our respective conditions. Uh, so, uh, in my uh, son's case also, after primary level uh, in school, uh, he did not require much intervention. Uh, maybe a little monitoring or uh, 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 guidance from uh, uh, my side or my husband's side. But uh, he knew how to work around uh, his condition. And I'm really very happy to add that even though my husband had a flourishing catering business, my son followed his interest, did his BSc in stats and later MBA uh, in finance. He completed his, I'm very, very proud to say that he completed his uh, uh, CFA, uh, FRM and uh, now he's a lead finance analyst in a leading MNC. So this really is a very, That's very lovely. Yeah, this is, uh, I really uh, tell you, Chitra, this is extremely gratifying for me uh, as a mother and what I have uh, done till uh, now and how he, uh, I mean, my life has taken, now my life has took a, uh, like a different uh, turn it has really shaped up pretty well and uh, uh, and now uh, I must add that now uh, again coming back to uh, him and my personal life uh, he's uh, happily married and I'm very proud to add that my daughter-in-law is also uh, she's in mainstream education but uh, uh, to help me 
in child raise work and uh, all she uh, she took uh, she did her special educator's course and uh, helped me in uh, remediation and in uh, child raise work so this is extremely gratifying for me and of course uh, on uh, other uh, like uh, professional uh, life my work with samman has given me tremendous amount of love affection recognition and really a kind of identity it has given me identity uh, uh, in my uh, professional uh, life and the the kind of support uh, the kind of love i have uh, getting from parents is really i just can't tell you uh, how much uh, Uh, uh they really value my uh, uh, like involvement in uh, samman and of course in uh, uh, this uh, rehabilitation uh, field so uh, i will just uh, uh, i will just add that uh, i had met uh, in uh, uh, like uh, in one uh, workshop in one uh, uh, big uh, uh, conference uh i met dr Pro uh, i met professor falik uh, he is a instrumental enrichment uh, program practitioner and uh, i i shared my journey with him and uh, what he said to me has stayed with me absolutely it is etched in my mind he said kavita you have come a long long way because of your condition because of Uh, your uh, both the uh, both your uh, work in these uh, uh, conditions you have touched so many lives you have really made a, so much difference in uh, uh, people's parents lives so it has it gives me a lot of uh, satisfaction and when i remember his words uh, and uh, i'll summarize i'll summarize in uh, in uh, marathi there is uh, one great po uh, marathi poet narayan surve he says uh, that aaj majha vedanela arth navayeta ahe aaj majha vedanela arth navayeta ahe ani navya srujanaanse kshitij rundha hota ahe that means my pain or my suffering has taken a new meaning now and because of this i have been able to create more and uh, it has widened my uh, horizon so i'll sum up with the beautiful this. very beautiful lovely <laughs> so yeah and uh, coming to the last question kavita ah uh, uh, and one one more uh, thing uh, chitra i must so, add that uh, yeah uh, you said what keeps me inspired uh, again i would like to really add that uh, uh, people working like you and uh, uh, many a lot of siblings or uh, young people coming in this field and doing wonderful work really really keeps me uh, inspired i watch a lot of uh, 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 i listen to many uh tedx interviews uh, the talks then listen to uh, podcasts like uh, yours 
and it really keeps me uh, very much motivated and inspired i must add that that's very sweet of you really <laughs> and uh, yeah we a lot of youngsters coming in a lot of our advocates in the space all of these guys really inspire us to want to do more and you know keep going so as someone so deeply involved in the field what i wanted to ask you na kavita which i've been asking literally every single person i've been interviewing is that if you have three essential changes that you wish to see hmm. you know in india for better support better services for our uh, people with disabilities what would you say which are these three that you would count hmm. see first because i started with uh, there was no uh, uh, like uh, accessibility for information uh, that was the reason i uh, uh, started uh, so i will say accessibility uh, in physical form of there ha- there uh, uh, we all know that uh, our infrastructure our roads and uh, uh it, they are so bad so they first we uh, have to have uh, physical uh, accessibility for people to be included in mainstream society then digital accessibility in all forms of services and of course as i said only there's uh, no point in having the accessible websites there it has to be the wholesomeness of the information completeness correctness of the information updated information that has to be there so that parents are parents don't have to waste uh, their uh, time in just getting the information which now uh, can be available in a click and uh, uh, awareness advocacy we have to have lot and a uh, lot of uh, pressure groups because uh, we have seen that uh, to Uh, have the change in uh, disability laws uh, how many deliberations uh, uh, had to be uh, there were and uh, the pressure groups have to be there uh, from the parents uh, so that the uh, uh, means things will uh, keep rolling and of course then the sensi- uh, sensitivity from authorities will come there has to be less gaps in uh, formation of laws and implementation because we do have lot of laws uh, uh in uh, on paper but it has to be implemented and uh, we have to see that for example uh, like uh, uh, we know that uh, now LD, for ld clinics th- there are so many uh, now uh, i mean there are so many uh, children are identified as having learning disability but uh, less number of clinics people, uh, parents are uh, have to uh, really uh, to get the certification they have to be uh, like uh, uh, from uh, it takes them months uh, to get the certification and then the therapy starts and so many things uh, happen so the coordination uh, coordination between all the professionals is also uh, very important uh i mean like the after the once the diagnosis is done uh, so many times the the neurologist or the uh, uh, or the uh, diagnosing uh, doctor they do not know about uh, any rehabilitation services so again the parents are uh, at loss so if we have the uh, medical social workers in uh, every hospital or every clinic or uh, wherein there is a, a link between the doctor and the uh, uh, 
uh, parent because so many times now for example now for epilepsy now we have to have the latest updated uh, prescri uh, prescription for uh, anti epilepsy medicines and it has to be updated every 6 months but so many times to just to get the neurologist appointment a parent spends three uh, the uh, uh, appointment is uh, 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 given is available after 3 to 4 months so again after uh, it is so very difficult to get the prescription updated and you have to go to a doctor to get neurologist to get it updated so the and uh, a child with epilepsy has to be taken uh, uh means the pair, uh, both the set of uh, both the parents have to go the whole day is uh, gone in uh, uh, in traveling so many things chitra the list is really uh, yeah uh, it's uh, uh, it's very very uh, long and of course yeah. the affordability of the uh, anti epilepsy medicines because uh, again the so the compliance will be better and uh, government support uh, and uh, what uh, i would like from my side to do is create information create awareness uh, videos in uh, vernacular hindi marathi language so that i am uh, uh, i close to parents i can reach out to them better uh, because not everyone can uh, uh, really uh, be so uh, like uh, be fluent in uh, english or uh, Uh, so that the language should not be the barrier for uh, uh, access to information is uh, uh, is sure. what i feel thank thank you so much you know for spelling all of this out um i hope you know those who are listening to you understand that firstly having a challenge personally you know like what you shared for yourself overcoming it or even if it's a lifelong uh, kind of challenge right you can still help so many men so many more you know helping many more who are in the same boat like you is uh, something that everybody would have heard from this uh, you know interview with you being in a place to be able to help others is something everyone can do actually absolutely you know, uh, thinking about creating a network being just available for those in need is a huge favor i think that all of us can do in our lives you have shown how exactly this can be done giving your time to help so many families is really huge very very commendable uh, and you know extremely inspiring kavita thanks a ton for this interview it will be heard by many and i hope it will uh, guide many such families and professionals to work towards a much better world for our children and our others yeah. thanks a ton Thank you very much, Chitra. Thanks a lot. It's an honor to be on uh, this uh, uh, podcast. I'm really well, glad. Entirely my honor. Thank you so much. My privilege. Thank you. You were listening to the Special Needs Children podcast with Chitra Iyer, the CEO of MFA and a trustee with the Forum for Autism. If you find this podcast relevant and interesting, it will be great if you leave a review, share, like, and subscribe. You can also let us know if there is any specific topic that you would like us to cover. Feel free to email her on chitra.iyer at myfinad.com or you can call her on 9833-785-892. That is 9833-785-892.